Welcome back to another day of trading on Dynasty Wall Street, where every week we take three players and react to their value using the Dynasty Trade Calculator. Now, let's go down to the floor with our traders, Russ Fisher, John Bosch, and Kane Fussell. Welcome back, everybody, to another day of trading on the floor of Dynasty Wall Street. Just Russ Fisher and John Bosch here today, but it's week one. We couldn't let this... We couldn't let this slide. We had we had to come back with a vengeance and keeping this going. We are here to use the Dynasty Trade Calculator and all of its ooey-gooey data goodness to help evaluate some players, give all of you listening the idea of what to do now with the information we got from week one. And I don't know who John picks, but I know my two players are very week one relevant. So don't make me look bad, John, with this intro. And who do you got at quarterback? Oh, that's not a good face, John. Who do you got at quarterback? Sorry. Uh, so last week I prepped Carson Wentz. Yeah, that would have been really timely and really perfect uh, to offer. But obviously that's a little less fun now because he actually did have a very good week one. Yeah, he did. And we weren't able to make the time work. So I'm not going to bring you Carson Wentz. Okay. Instead, I'm going to bring you the the, the reverse of Carson Wentz. I think now is actually a really good time to talk about Sam Howell. Ooh. So let's get gross at quarterback. Very interesting. Very inter I mean, I liked I, Sam Howell was, he was my favorite quarterback before the draft. I, I am not silly enough to keep him up there after what the draft showed me, but I really, I'm a fan of the player. And honestly, he could have gone to a worse situation given, especially after he hurt himself, like, Wentz isn't the answer. I mean, let's put it that way. He's not their long-term answer. So hopefully Howell heals, does well in practice, and he's the next guy. But you go, you you say things. No, that's I I'm completely on board with that. And I actually think with Wentz actually having such a good week one, I think that actually made it maybe a little bit easier to go and get Sam Howell. Anybody that was holding on to Sam Howell thinking, you know, well, as soon as Wentz crashes and burns, I have a starting quarterback. That looks a little bit like uh, he, he got a little bit more fire resistant <laughs> um, <laughs> after week one, Wentz did. Like he had a really good week. It was yeah. a really good week for Carson Wentz. So that makes, I think it makes Sam Howell a little bit more attainable. Agreed. I'd say. He doesn't come in on the calculator at a lot of value. Already. One point. Uh, he's actually 3.6. Oof. Go so Sam Howell. That is... A, a third comes in at about 1.8, somewhere around there. So he's basically like two thirds. Like, would you give up two thirds for Sam Howell? After this, after Carson Wentz started and looked very nice, um, I, my opening offer is probably like a third. Yeah, <laughs> I would definitely start be like, hey, you want to drop, but... you know, like he's not going to, he's not going to be playing. You want to just kick this quarterback to the curb? Yeah. Uh, two I would thirds. start with one because I feel like you don't have to send two, but are you really going to? You have to either not get what you want because you won't add an extra third like no like even today i i sent a trade offer out because my favorite part of the day after week one is you're gonna have like a third of your league updating their trade bait tuesdays for trading i have like in my email i haven't deleted any of them yet because i'm gonna delete them as i go through them but i have like 10 or 12 emails and they group together when there's multiple people from the same league so there's even more than just that and i ended up sending a trade i don't even remember it was low level but i asked for player and a third because i felt like i was overpaying a little bit especially because it was for like 
Jeff Wilson and Corderell Patterson. And I was just like, these aren't long-term guys. I'm offering a young guy. Just give me a third just to make me feel like I'm doing something that's a little long-term. He does the right thing and rejects encounters without the third there. And I'm like, yeah, really? Move on. Yes, exactly. That's what it came down to. I'm like, really? Am I going to let a third? It would have been nice to have gotten, but no, I'm not going to let that stop me. And I accepted it. And I'll have more points in my lineup next week. So yes, absolutely. I understand you're not going to get points from Howell right now, but still, I'm not letting a third get in the way of me getting a guy I want. And I'm with you. I think whether, I mean, it's a small percentage at this point, but there is a chance Sam Howell can be the next guy in Washington. And two thirds. I don't even know if he's the next guy, but I think at some point this year, he's going to be a guy in Washington. Like it's quarterback. Wentz is unlikely to just stay healthy and make every single start. It's it's especially if the team ends up being not very good. Like Washington's going to want to know what they have in Sam Howell. I would think at least by the end of the season, they're going to want to get a good look at him if they're out of playoffs. Granted, they're in the NFC East, so I guess anybody can come out of there. Uh, Getting hurt, there's it's wide open for a bunch of mediocre. I think Sam Howell's going to get starts this year. Uh, If I can pay two thirds, two thirds for a starter, because once he becomes a starter and he's a rookie, he's easily a second. Yes, that he's worth a second at that point instantly. So that would be my plan with him. I'll pay. I'll pay two thirds. If he becomes the starter at any point this season, I am trying to get out of it for a second in a heartbeat. All right, the list. Here we go. This is a gr- some gross names. I'm ready for some, it. Some gr- and I did take Cooper Rush off the list now because he's instantly new- he's now a starter for a while. So we've got Sam Howe, Sam Darnold, Tyler Huntley, Tyrod Taylor, and Gardner Minshew. This is it. This is the list of backups that are either the backup to a really good quarterback on a really good team, really good offense, or like a backup that might get in. I'm going to say the Sams are the backups that might just get playing time at some point this year. You know, regardless of what happens to the starting quarterback, they might just get time. Huntley, Tyrod, Minshew, they're not seeing the field unless something happens to their quarterback. But if something happens to the quarterback ahead of them, they're all taking a major value jump if they become yeah. the head of one of those offensive units. Okay, I got my list. Thank you for vamping. Um, <laughs> no problem. I put Tyler Huntley first because if Lamar does get hurt, we saw we it have last se- year. He looked good. Yeah. Like, so that is easy. He was easily number one. I put Sam Howell too, uh, mostly just because I liked him. I think Gardner probably should have been too, but I put him at three because. We've seen him do well as a starter, and if Jalen Hurts were to get hurt, tough sentence, um, while he won't get the rushing upside that Hurts just, like, flaunted in front of all of us in week one, he's still on a good offense. He will do well, and we will forever have the hope that he'll be in a QB battle in the preseason and might actually become a starter one day. He won't, but we'll have that hope there because he started once. Not all I have Tyrod Taylor that. next. I have Tyrod Taylor next because, again, he does well when he plays, and that's fine. And I have Darnold last because he doesn't do well when he plays. So Darnold's last on my list. <laughs> that was easy. 
yeah. even though like I, I I legit think he might make starts before Huntley, Tyrod, or Minshew. I, I think we might I see want to start some if I Arnold hadn't. on the field. Uh I yeah, he would be I there better be bye weeks for me to have to be putting him in my start. Bye weeks and injuries and I, I might be looking at what kind of wide receivers and yes. tight ends do I have? Absolutely. Uh do I have a running back that's gonna make a spot start? Uh so he's last on my list. Sam yeah. Howe is first on my list. Okay. He's first. Look, <laughs> the other ones haven't that they've been in the league and have not taken over a starting job. Yeah. There is still the potential that how can. Howell Again. is the only person on this list that can get a starting job without an injury. Correct. He's, so he, I get he, it. Yeah. He's, he's, he's got the longest potential possible upside. Like yeah. none of it. I don't think his ceiling's high. Do not get me wrong. I'm not saying he has a ceiling, uh, but he does have one that's slightly higher than the other players on this list. I At think. three point something points. It's all the ceiling you could ask for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Given two thirds. I'm looking yeah. for that ceiling of a second. <laughs> Like, I don't think I don't think any of these guys, even if they do become a starter, uh, you could probably get a second for them, you know, from a desperate team. Yes. Uh, so second on my list, I have Huntley for the reasons you mentioned. He did look really, really good. Mm. I would actually love to see him go compete, you know, for a starting job. Like, good Lord. Could you imagine if he was on Seattle's team and it wasn't yeah. Drew Locke versus Gino? I would much rather have seen Huntley versus Gino because I think Gino Huntley would have won that like. Out. 80 something percent completion. Yeah, let's go, Gino. <laughs> Gino was good. I did not put Gino on this list either. He was down there in that value, but I think after last night, he's he, probably going to cost a bit, you a yeah. second in a super flex league. Yep. Uh, number three on my list, I have Tyrod because never Minshew. Uh, <laughs> Minshew is number four on my list. <laughs> I, I don't have the same confidence or hope level for Minshew. I, I always kind of thought he was a fad. <laughs> so. Like I'm just, I'm never going to get on the, I'm, I'm going to have take lock forever against Gardner Minshew because so many people just loved how, how much fun he was. And I'm like, well, but he's I not great. Care. I just want points. <laughs> I really thought there would be a team that was bad enough that just wanted to sell tickets that would bring him in. It's not how they operate. It's just Why? Not. They want money. So bringing people into the stands, like imagine if they had Minshew in Cleveland instead of, uh, Jacoby Brissett to sell tickets until yeah that that situation I that could have that could have probably worked out there like which is why I didn't understand why they let go of him in Jacksonville of course they ended up with Trevor Lawrence which was yeah. the end goal all along but like letting Menchu be the quarterback there instead of like Nick Foles I mean he ended up getting everyone ended up getting hurt but like having Menchu in Jacksonville made the most sense in the world because they were never going to win but he brought people in to those stands. I think that I think that enthusiasm faded, though. Mm, well, if you're not going to be good, you might as well yeah. be stupid about it. Losing losing tends to take away some things. So, eh, you know. The mustache didn't go away. All right, let's move on to running backs. All right. And here is when last week's show, I prepared Cooper Cup to talk about. And like you said, things there's no reason to talk about Cooper Cup anymore because he did everything <laughs> nope. we thought he was going to do and more. So I went to his teammate for running back because we need to talk about Cam Akers. Ouch. I have never been so happy to have so many shares of Darrell Henderson on my team. But we need to talk about the reaction to Cam Akers. I have seen some trade polls go up that some have been completed trades and some were, would I be able to get this for Cam Akers? And they were not pretty. I don't think you can get a first. Oh, no, that's not even in here. Okay. Um, (laughs) 
By curious the way, where the calculator has them. Hopefully they put, did a manual adjustment and knocked them down. Because They did. Uh, just in case you're not nerdy and up on everything, but listening to this, Cam Akers had three rushes for zero yards, and that's it. Solid average. So, yeah, not good. And he comes in on the calculator at 11.8. Oh, where... that's, that's still a first. Nope. It's like a late first. Nope. Late first was 14, I think it was. Oh, that's right. There's this gap between, because the second is like a nine point something. 9.0. Yeah. Uh, so the closest I can get without being silly about it, like I'm not going to stack third. So a second and a third is eleven is 10.6 points. So we're talking 1.2 points off. And two seconds is too I much. I feel like it's more realistic. <laughs> it's too much. Of, it is too much at this point, but I feel like that's so. I st I stuck with a second and a third. Yeah. So after what we saw, do you have enough faith in Cam Acres to offer a second and a third, or on the other way around, if you have Acres and you're terrified, would you take the second and third? So these are scenarios like there's a, when it comes to my seconds, <laughs> it, it is all scenario based. I will give you want up your my second, second to score points for you when you trade. Yes, I it, all I want out of my second round, my future second round pick is points this year if i'm contending like right. i will get in so if i'm going to give up a second and i want a running back i'm using it on a running back that's scoring me points right now i would honest to god rather give up my second if i'm contending for cordero patterson for miles sanders like these are great for ceh for Josh Jacobs. Stop, stop listing this, names. This John. is the whole list. Stop listing <laughs> names. John. I would, if I'm going to use my second from a contenders team, that's what I want. I want points. Now, if I'm not contending, but I have somebody else's second, because I sure as hell am not giving up the 201 for Cam right. Akers right now. But if I have somebody else's second that is a good team, I might swing. Like it's a late second. That's probably what I'm looking for. I'm probably honestly with Cam Akers. I think I can wait another week or two. And I think it's going to be a full on bailout. Like a lot of the trades were already for a group of yeah. thirds and a he, he's throw. one more bad week. He look, he was already coming off an injury that players don't return from. That's why we, I abandoned ship as soon as it happened. Oh, yeah. I, I came on here and I said, give me a second for him. I'm out. And if he returns to form, I'll pay a first for him. Yep. Like I, I he came back very quickly. So I was a little nervous uh, that maybe it was the bad move. But look, it's not. It's the Achilles injury. That's just, you just he's not back. He might be back on the field. He's not back. So I think I don't think he's going to show up this next week and all of a sudden have this burst of energy, all this usage, anything that's going to make anybody change their mind. Hopefully he gets more than zero yards on three carries, um, but he wasn't that involved. Like that, That's not a lot of involvement even. So let's say he comes out and has like 40 yards on 10 carries or something like that. That's still not a good game. Nope. Like I, I, I think his price is going to drop. So I'm not using a second on him. The, the if I'm not contending, I'm, I'm I would I would kind of think about using a contender's second if I'm sitting there with that in my asset list. But overall, I'm probably still going to be like, nah, I'll just wait. Like, let's see what happens. Let's see if he drops down to the point where I can just be like, hey, here's a bunch of thirds. Or if I'm not contending, 
if I'm not contending and let's say I have Cordero Patterson on my roster, then I'll take that swap. Like I will give up. I don't expect anything from Patterson next year. So maybe I can supply the Cam Akers manager with points this year. And then I have that lottery ticket of Cam Akers for next year. Hopefully by next year, he's recovered. That's, that's where I'm going to look to acquire Cam Akers. I'm not giving up the pick because the pick's not going to lose value. I'm going to give up a, a running back right now that I don't want on my non-contending rosters. Contending, I want no part of having it. As opposed to James team. Robinson, who looks pretty good, by the way. He did look pretty good. Uh, we'll I am what with happens you. there. I, I am with you in everything you just said. Um, I wasn't like Cam Akers is great when he first came out. Like Cam Akers did very, very well in a very, very bad situation in college. But then didn't, wasn't he the one that like tanked the combine and stuff too? No, he didn't. No, that's my else. Okay. No. Um, but there was a bunch of people this year. But no, like his value like spiked up and down during, like before the draft, I thought. Don't it wasn't for the common. Well, it's all sh- overshadowed by CEH getting drafted by the Chiefs and going 101 True. for no reason whatsoever. Uh, but yeah, I'm with you. I'm not paying seconds. I like the idea of flipping a quarter rail Patterson. I didn't even really consider that. That's a really yeah. good idea. But otherwise, because before you said that, I was on team. No, thanks. But that's a very good idea. If you have a team where you don't want to score points, might as yep. well like, might as well take that risk. I'll give a player. I don't want to give a pick. Yeah. <laughs> Pick is nice and safe and insulated, but a player I don't expect, I don't want to have next year anyways, and sure as heck don't want to have him this year. Then if I don't want him next year, yeah, I'll do so, it. Speaking of players, here's my list of players. Some of oh, which all you the named. players I just named. <laughs> I, I left purposely left off a couple of them, but here so Cam Akers, James Connor, Clyde Edwards, Elair, Damian Pierce, Tony Pollard, and Miles Sanders. Good lord! I tried to see how. How many names you could name? It's six. I usually go with six. Get over it. I wanted um, to like try and make a mix of. So for me, like Connors and CEH are way above Acres. Like they're they're easily my top two. Do you have do you have any, do you have them your top two or in that order? Yeah. Okay, I'm crossing them off the list then because Connor and CEH they're they're easily I'd pay seconds for them. Yep. <laughs> like that's not even a question. So I'm I just crossing them off the list. CEH now we're down to four. points. Yeah. Yeah. CEH, CEH has always been, he's been a fine running back too since he was drafted. Never was what he was. It's just people wanted him him to be the 101. Yeah. Like he's a bust if you consider the cost that you already invested, but that's irrelevant. Especially because I did never, (laughs) I never paid that price for him. So that's once you invest, it doesn't matter anymore. But if you have one on your roster for a cheaper price, then you're really happy. Right. So Akers, Pierce, Pollard, and Sanders. Okay. So yeah, Akers, Pierce, Pollard, Sanders. Man, Damian Pierce, that came crashing down, didn't it? Oh, yeah, let's go Rex Burkhead. Oh, God. I think Rex Burkhead <laughs> dynasty value right now. I don't think he does, but no. I picked it might him up be a, a straight-up trade. Oh, it's disgusting. All right, so let's get to the list. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and put Sanders number one. I'm going to put Pierce number two. Oh, and also go Miles Sanders for scoring a touchdown. About damn yeah. time. Finally. Um, God, Pollard is such a Pollard is either just awesome if he takes over the backfield because of an injury or something, or he's just never going to be that guy. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um, trying to think. 
I think in pretty much every scenario right now, I'm going to take Pollard. So I guess I'm going to put him three. But he's also a player that if I'm not contending, he might be the type that I would swap for Akers. Um, Even though I have Pollard ahead, I think Akers has the higher future possible upside. Much lower floor. Much lower floor. Akers Akers floor next year is out of the NFL, quite frankly. (laughs) Uh, You know, zero value out of the NFL. Cut because he never gets fully healthy from the injury and they reach an injury settlement and move on and he never gets signed again. That's his floor. That's rough, but that's, rough. that's his floor. But if he does recover, <laughs> I yeah. think he's got the higher upside. So I might like Pollard's the type of player. I might look at that roster. And if I know I'm not a contender, I might swap him for acres and, and take not, not on every team, mm-hmm. but maybe in one or two teams that, you know, if I have Pollard on five or six teams and I could turn one or two of them into acres, I'd probably feel pretty good about that. But I think ranking rankings wise, I would have to put Pollard above Acres. That's just, yeah. I mean, that was that was a huge hit to his dynasty value, and it's one game, and we're all overreacting. But but it's not one game. It's it's one game after he came back last year and also did not look as spectacular. Produced had, a little better. He had an injury. That's a major injury. Like maybe we just underreacted yeah. <laughs> uh, initially. My list is sort of different. Again, Connor and CEH first. I do have Miles Sanders next because I like the player. I like the offense. And I think he's going to score this point, uh, you know, plenty of points. 2019, 20, 21, 22. This is his last year there i think if my math checks out if he's signing his second contract then he's too old anyway so yeah uh i have cam Akers next only because i believe in everything you said at the end if he (laughs) does well not the end the end was the going away part before that where he does have the ability of at least walking his way into being an rb2 somewhere and that's at this point fine because I don't think Tony Pollard has that. But right now, Pollard has the upside. Is the upside gone with Dak gone? Uh, probably. I mean, I, I think Dallas I, is going to be I didn't even put that into a disaster this year. Yeah, I was. I, I, think, I, think Dallas, I think Dallas ends up being so bad that Dak's two months out becomes a, yeah, let's Go just ahead. start fresh next year. Fresh, fresh. No, no, no. I mean, like that with Dak back, but okay, okay. I, all right. I, he he's definitely a candidate in my mind to be. Eh, let's just shut it down for the season. After yeah. it didn't work out for our first two months, there's no real reason to put you back out there. Let's let that hand get real healed. Curious, if Jerry. I, I would not that. be shocked to see it go that way. But I was also upset that I started Pollard this week because last year Dallas played Tampa Bay in Week One. I sat Zeke everywhere of like the three shares I have because last year he put up 5.9 points this year, 5.8, but Pollard at least had a lot of touches last year. It didn't happen this year. So that was disappointing. And I have Damian Pierce last because it's going to be very hard to bounce back from this. Like even if he does mediocre the next two games, his value is never going back to anything close to whatever it was. Like, I think he reached, he he had gotten to the point of value of a first. Like, yeah, there were people trading a first for him, which I I would have gotten out of. <laughs> nobody, nobody offered me. I couldn't get a first for anywhere that yeah. I had him. 
and I wasn't going to give him away for a second. So. And to go back to a trade I talked about earlier, I sent Damian Pierce for Corderell Patterson and Jeff Wilson. You know, I, you're, I that, wanted the I third would, back because I, I felt like that. Patterson and Wilson out. for this year if you're competing. Yeah, and I am. And it's a very stacked at top league. And even if I don't use them, I don't want other people to have them. Yep. And I and don't. That is a move a lot of people don't take into account. Yeah. Paying to keep keep other people from getting them. A prevention trade can be advantageous, even if you never play, play the player. And I was never fully on board the Pierce wagon. Like I drafted him in a couple of drafts because and traded for him. I, I paid two seconds for him pretty recently, just in case. I like, yeah. you know, I'm in enough leagues where I can do that. But like I was never on the board that he should be worth the first. It was just that, okay, he might have some opportunity to be an RB2 this year. And he still does. I mean, he it wasn't it was not a great week one, but it was only one week. Let's see what happens. I, I don't think his value ever recovers back up to the value of a first. Never will get but I think, that I think I think he could be a usable running back too. I mean, yeah, we'll see. But which yeah, is pretty that's... much what he should have been. Nobody should have ever expected him to be more yeah. than that, anyways. Even a really good year for him on that offense Wouldn't was matter. going to be, you know, running back 18. Like, yeah. and maybe and he get still is replaced that. the year after. I mean, it's yes, absolutely. He was never going to be your starting running back. He was always going to be like your third flex that nice. you put in in a nine person, you know, a nine yeah, we person drafted roster, him in the but... early second purely because of landing spot. But then we just kept multiplying on top of that. And that's bad process. All right. But we're going to move on to wide receiver now Let's do it. where I'm going to team old guy because we have a little bit of an answer. I know it's week one, but I'm here to react, baby. I'm not here to sit and wait. I don't think AJ Green did anything. All right. Not that old guy. <laughs> geez, man. But we're going to talk Tyreek Hill. Because oh, we saw, okay. and we are going to go back and look that why right now, Tyreek Hill, wide receiver ten in the DTC rankings, worth twenty eight point mm. two points. I didn't bother going all that much higher, but a mid first is twenty four. No one's sending an early first for Tyreek Hill right now. Mm. So I stopped at mid where there's still four point two. So if you want to add a second, more power to you but I don't, whatever. Be an overpay. Exactly. So are you sending a mid first to go get Tyreek Hill with what you saw after week one in a very weird game versus the Patriots? Probably. Um, probably. I, 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 I wasn't out on Tyreek Hill just cause he, you know, went to Miami. Uh, I like Tua and while I like Waddle, I, I, I thought I've always thought and still think that, Tyreek and Waddle can coexist and be just fine. I think I yep. think Tua is good enough to support both of them and have them both be good wide receivers. I agree. Um, so yeah, I mean, I I would probably give a first for him. I did I, before I, the season. Like started. you said, it's not an early first. If I know my team is if my team is already labeled on my fantasy league as no or 2023 plus. If I've already labeled my team that way, uh, then I'm not giving that first because I'm shooting for the 101. In that case. I, I love it. John does not hold anything back. He changes the name of his team and puts the parentheses at the end and everyone can see if he is competing or not. It says yes, no, maybe. There's an M on <laughs> TA10, I think it was. Yeah, TA10's an M. <laughs> we'll see. It's a bad week one, but Burrow mm. had a freaking terrible game. So. <laughs> But we're not here to talk about that. No. Okay, so yeah, we're both pretty much Tyreek Hill 
we we would send a 23 mid first. But yeah. let's let's talk about the list. I purposely kept this mostly elder oh, nice. gentleman to <laughs> go around and and there's only five names. I love it. You're welcome. So the list is Devonte Adams, Stefan Diggs, Tyreek Hill, DK Metcalf, and I couldn't not put in Jalen Waddle just to see who we have above each other. Okay. Um. So Diggs is my number one. I still like Diggs just a lot. Mm -hmm. <laughs> he's still super productive. I don't think he's going to age out quickly. I mean, even if he he's does age out quickly, he still runner. has like he still has at least two years. Like at minimum, he's and he's probably got more than that. But like if we're being the ageists that we are, because we play dynasty, yep. um, he still has at least two year a two year window. Like he's got this year, next year, probably beyond that. Like I'm not thinking his talent dries up and his he goes away anytime soon. So I've got plenty of time to move off of Diggs. He's number one on my list. Yep. I'm gonna put man. He, he, he's probably a tier because uh, he was an easy decision. The next two are a little bit of a tough decision, but it's Adams and Tyreek. And I'm just trying to decide what order to put them in. Um, if I'm giving up my mid first, I think I'd rather have Adams back. So I think I'm going to say Adams. Like if, if I was going out looking for a receiver, I would target Adams before I would target Tyreek with my pick. So I think that's, it's not by a lot. Like if I didn't get Adams and I could then go and offer for Tyreek and I got Tyreek, I'd be like, okay, perfect. Yep. So it's not like a, it wouldn't be a huge letdown. So Diggs, Adams, Tyreek. This one's tough. Cause I do like Waddle quite a bit. And DK Metcalf. Yes. Chino is now a stud hall of famer. Give him his uh, golden, golden bust and whatever they get at the hall of fame. <laughs> the DK went seven catches on eight targets i think it was I know. Like, I know he somehow only got 36 yards but we play ppr leagues <laughs> one of these days he's gonna get like 40 something yards oh uh, that's okay i think jay lalanda's got like 40 yards on 10 catches before so um i think i'm gonna go waddle over dk there this is those two are also a tier um i think i'm gonna i'll go waddle over dk again it's not by much I still have Waddle first. Wow. Um, See, we're in season mode now. Like, I, I, I am so much more liberal with giving away my picks yeah. to well, give I, points. I, I'm absolutely <laughs> biasing this because I really do like Waddle. I think him and Tyreek will have some back and forth weeks as to who gets more targets. And I think they're both going to score well each week. Yeah, I, I agree. And every, and every week, one of them might like really explode, and the other one will be like, okay. But I don't think there's ever a chance that either of these guys just completely disappears from your lineup. Exactly. So give me the 21-year-old. I mean. Yeah. And then I put Devontae Adams second because 17 targets. <laughs> hey, that's like uh, Darren Waller last year, week one, though. And then he disappeared. So. Uh, let's, I'm sure. <laughs> Might that's be a little different scenario. Think, like huh? that. <laughs> uh, and that's the, honestly the only reason I put him above Steph Diggs because... I love Steph Diggs, but 17 yeah. targets. And I don't see that stopping. I, I have Diggs third, Tyreek after that. And it has nothing against Tyreek. It's just that I really like Adams and Diggs. Yeah. Like I do think Tyreek will do really, really well in Miami. 
You're not going but, wrong having any of these wide receivers. Yeah, like, we were worried about Adams and Tyreek, and we were wrong for that. I mean, let's. It was just like I, I was worried about Diggs. I don't think going I was worried about either of them. Oh, I was a little afraid of paying full price for both of them. I did at the end of right before the preseason even started. I sent a 24 first for Tyreek. It got rejected, but I was willing to send a first, which I think honestly is rich for most people at the time. But yeah, I think Tyreek is absolutely going to be a top 10 wide receiver production wise this year. And I still don't see why that will change next year either. Cause the only thing that they could really do is bring in an actual running back in the tight end, but that's not going to affect Tyreek Hill or Jalen Waddles play regardless. And at the end I have DK Metcalf for no other reason that he's going to be pretty good this year, but depending on what they do with quarterback next year, it can be great, but they still have the chance to screw that up. So I'm not going to elevate DK too much, even though he is insanely talented, insanely young. And I still have not confirmed that he's a human being because that man is not put together like a human being. But again, it's really, these are very high ranked wide receivers. I don't have them split into tiers as, as many tiers as you do, but this might honestly just be a tier for me. Honestly, I might have Waddle above them because I think Waddle can match the scoring of the rest of them, but he's still 18 years younger than the rest of them besides DK. But so I, I went to go look to see what I traded to get Adams in TA 10 mm-hmm. uh, TAX tax. Uh, I gave up Bateman the this year's 201 and 209 and 306 for Devonte Adams in a 2024 second. I feel oh. pretty good about that then. Of oh, yeah. course, then I see my next trade where I broke down Justin Jefferson because I needed some running backs, and that's depressing. Justin yep. Jefferson for Akers, ETN, and Keenan Allen. Ouch. So I am a, not, you win some. I, I am not <laughs> discouraged too much by ETN, but that's. A topic I need. For I show. I had to have some running backs finally in that league. <laughs> Remember that I did not. I don't think I drafted any. I don't think you league. did either. <laughs> I think I went full. Uh, wide receiver, tight ends, quarterbacks. All right. So. so who do you have at tight end? All right. Tight end. Taysom Hill. I love it. Yes. Every, everybody's favorite player to hate on Sundays. Freaking Taysom Hill. Taysom freaking Hill. All right. So one, if you're playing Dynasty, if you're playing Redraft, if you're playing Best Ball, DraftKings, go use Travis Kelsey. <laughs> just, just use Travis Kelsey. Uh, focus on Mark Andrews and Pitts as well. That's it. That's it. Those three tight ends. There's never a three-person league. Um, so unfortunately, you have to roster and play other tight ends unless you've eliminated the position. Good for you. Yeah. Uh, look, tight end just sucks. Yeah. It's awful. Um, Kittle, again, hurt. Like, Waller was okay. Like, I don't Honestly, Hawkinson, didn't even see like, I mean, OJ Howard scored two touchdowns on tight end two, one, maybe on two targets. <laughs> on two targets, yes. <laughs> I, I have my suspicions that efficiency does not keep up. Uh, he scored really well in the eliminators, in which I don't think he was drafted in most of them. So, what are you going to do at tight end? <laughs> we talked, uh, we've talked about like go get Bob Tanyan, like, and sure enough, like he probably was worth a start this past week. For what you what you invested in him, uh, we've talked about Brevin Jordan, who got his thunder stolen by OJ Howard. Mm-hmm. Uh, imagine if those were Brevin Jordan 
touchdowns. Mm. That I'd so be nice. going nuts right now. That'd be awesome. All right. So Taysom Hill, he comes in at 2.3. <laughs> so this is less than Sam Howell. <laughs> it's basically equal to a third and a fourth. It's probably just the third. Like if you want, if you want him, who cares about the fourth? Yep. Honestly, who cares about the third? Yep. This is a starting tight end that's clearly going to get used. He's probably going to take some some snaps at quarterback. He's well, he, his touchdowns he, were from yeah. under center. Yeah, well, I not mean, under like shotgun, yes. but like like that's not going to. That, he's that's probably going to continue. That is not going to stop. Yes. He, he is going to come in. He's going to steal from Alvin Kamara. Much to the dismay of everybody, yep. uh, he's going to steal from Jameis. Um, he's probably going to end up stealing a, a, a touchdown catch here and there uh, from Thomas and Olave and all these other fantasy assets that we love and we want to play. Yep. And he takes on freaking hell. Yep. Um, nobody ever puts him in their starting lineup, but he cracks it in best balls, obviously. Yep. Uh, but like, would you feel comfortable if you're desperate slotting him in? for a third and then putting him in your starting lineup for us. Yep. Me too. <laughs> Pretty easily. I, so there's gross. very, I could probably think of maybe six total tight ends. Yeah. Maybe like eight that I would not consider starting him over, but I don't play in any, that's a lie. I'm in one 18 league and it's my work league. So there's one league where I will not, choose to start Taysom Hill. I also have Mark Andrews in that league. But <laughs> every other league, there is a chance of me starting him. So, yes, absolutely. Especially at the cost of a third. A third. I would take that risk because the ceiling is what we saw. Like, he has multiple touchdown every single game he ceiling. He probably has a floor, too. I honestly think he has a floor. I think every game he's going to be involved and he's going to get three or four rushing attempts, maybe a passing attempt or two, and maybe a reception, like a target or two. Like three, like, four points isn't really something I'm, you know, cool with, but. It, it sucks, but he's probably got, let's say, what, like eight opportunities a game? Yeah. Like, there's a good chance he gets eight opportunities a game. Which not probably, all tight ends get. No, that's a lot. That's a, it, it, this level, when, when you are desperate, you are, a lot of times you're just slotting in a guy hoping he gets a touchdown. Yeah. Like, please be the week that this tight end catches a touchdown. Look, if I could, there's that's a chance with Taysom Hill. Plus, then I'm like, well, maybe he'll break a run for 20 yards. <laughs> that's two points right off the bat. Like, and maybe he gets a catch or two. Uh, it, it's it is ugly. It's not what I want to do. Again, yeah. Andrews, Pitts, Kelsey, play them. Go get them. Overpay to have one of those players at your tight end slot. But if you can't get them and you really need somebody at tight end, I think Taysom Hill is currently my cheap answer. Yeah. All right. Well, let's see what other cheap answers right. you have on your list. Brevin Jordan. <laughs> Cade Otten. These are the people that are around. <laughs> Logan Thomas. And then interestingly, Kylan Granson. Who Kylan Granson was involved this past week. I wasn't happy about that. Um, a lot of people were happy. I think a lot of people wanted some other tight end <laughs> to do something there. Right. Uh, Kylan I'm not going to lie, and I am absolutely just letting bias swing out there because if Kane still were Brevin here, Jordan number one. Brevin Jordan's number one. <laughs> He's number two on my list. I want to put Logan Thomas at two, you but can't. I can't. You can't. Like, if he is ever healthy, he will be good, but he's... 
I will never believe he will be. Yeah. Honestly, I'm putting Taysom at two. Um, at that point, I would put Logan Thomas at three because, again, if he's healthy, I'm fine. And probably Otten and then Granson. So I have Taysom Hill number one. <laughs> I figured you he's did. the only one that I'm going to feel okay putting in my starting lineup of this list. If I'm talking points, like I want points as opposed to like a backup tight end that I hope will do well, I would, you know, drop Brevin to probably two or three and put Taysom up the top. So I agree with you in the way, in your line of thinking, because I know that's the way you're thinking. Yep. But I, I mean, value-based, he's, he's not got to see, no. he's none of these guys. Well, I mean, I shouldn't say none of them, but I don't think Taysom Hill's seeing your value increase. Like he yeah. is what he is. He will always be this. Uh, there are some other guys who could, I think actually have a little value increase. I think it would be tough for any of these guys to get up to being worth a second. But all of them could end up being like a this guy plus a third. Maybe you actually do get a I second. Think Brevin Jordan caught those two touchdowns. He'd be worth a second right now because he would he would be seen as the tight end on the team. And if it was on two targets. <laughs> well, no, just bring those two targets over to Brevin. To, in addition to his great. other activity. Okay, gotcha. Well, uh, Brevin Jordan is number two on my list. Yeah, as um, he should be. I, I would. I would. Find it hard to give a second for any of these guys on this. Oh yeah, no, right now I'm not doing. I have. That's a tier. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Tier break, and then there's these three. I have Logan Thomas last. I'm just I'm done. Like, I will get him off waiver wires. I believe that's where he's going to end up, and that's what that's the investment cost I'm willing to put in, uh, as long as I have a roster spot. If I if I haven't, it'll probably end up being an IR spot eventually. Let's be honest. Unfortunately. All right. Uh, so how do I rank Kate Otten and Kylan Granson three and four? I don't know. <laughs> I wrote down Kate Otten three uh, and Kylan Granson four. Like they're names that I want to know. They're names that I think belong on the dynasty roster at this point because they're young tight ends and you just, they, they could end up being something yeah. uh, again. I'm probably not, I'm not going out and offering a pick for them. No. But I mean, when you I go to scan your waiver wires, because a lot of people do waiver wires today, Tuesday, when we're recording, this will be too late when this gets out. But uh, yeah. even after waivers run, then you're looking at those first come first serve pickups. That's even better. You might yep. want to scan for Kate Otten and Kylie Ransom. They don't belong yeah. on the waiver wire. They belong on your roster. Find a way to put them on your uh, on your roster. And that's the value of them. Yep, and then you probably drop them in like three and or four weeks. A when roster you need spot does have value back. to it. It's it does. It does. A roster spot is valuable. Okay, but they're easy to drop later too. You can easily cut them, and then pick up yeah. that running back. You know the the fifth string running back off of uh, whatever team has the running back bug this year. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, as I was wrapping up, let's wrap it up. Thank you for listening to Dynasty Wall Street. Russ Fisher at Dynasty Out of House. John Bosch at John Bosch FF. Shout out Kane Fassell at Debbie underscore Kane. We are... No, no, we're done. So ring the bell. We're out of here.